just bought the D800. Yeah. And I, I sold it within weeks of having it and I used some money. So oh. I was a wedding photographer, yeah. all of a sudden with no camera. <laughs> <laughs> we are the Clarks. The podcast. Hi. Hello. How are you? All right, you? I'm great, thanks. Good. And hi to Ed. Hi. Hi, Ed. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I don't know why I put an American accent on. Uh, he also waved. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did wave. Yeah. yeah. Where's the camera? It's good. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming and joining us and uh, having a chat with us. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. This is the first time we've ever interviewed anyone. Yeah. Had anyone Interview on special. So hopefully people will start listening to it <laughs> and it's not just us droning on it's actually someone quite interesting on yeah ed's been listening thank you yeah that's great it's, <laughs> it's been really good. good it's been good getting you through uh, your runs it has yeah yeah good. don't listen to motivational songs i listen to you guys oh good <laughs> <laughs> we'll start playing like the rocky theme tune and stuff yeah I'll halfway through just to yeah so what have you been up to anna me what's been going on mm, we shot a wedding at the weekend Yep. Uh, Melissa and Will's wedding at yes. Burt's Morton Court. Have you ever been there? Oh, no, no, no. Ah. Is that it's nearby, uh, Malvern Way. Okay, not too yeah. far from here then. Yeah, so Melissa is Charlotte O'Shea's sister. Oh, so Charlotte okay. was there with her husband James and her two children, Iris and Mabel, were little flower girls as well. Yeah. So it was really cute. This is Charlotte O'Shea of Rock My Wedding Fame. Is it a big wedding? No, it wasn't actually. Yeah. It, there was about 50 odd people, which oh, I nice like number. a nice little yeah. small. It was. Well, was good. That's a good number for us. We uh, feel like slight, you know, less less people, less stress. Yep, absolutely. All Definitely. <laughs> but the weather was good. It was lovely. Yeah, yeah really nice. Had a great time, everyone. So we did that. What have you done, Sam? Uh, went to see Sam Fender. Oh, yeah. Went, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. went to a gig, which was the first gig I've been to in this year, which mm. is, is good. Sam Fender, if anyone hasn't heard of him, check him out on Apple Music or Spotify. Really good indie singer-songwriter dude very very good yeah. and I where think, was that in birmingham yeah he played mm. at the uh, institute in birmingham yeah that was it that's i mean we only we only recorded last tuesday didn't yeah we? so we were, not a lot's happened we really pretty late in recording we watched game of thrones one. obviously do you watch game of thrones i don't oh, i've don't never seen it. an episode yeah. on faith nope, I'm, I'm late to the party with everything but, um, <laughs> we started Walking pretty Dead late i only started last year oh okay um but are I'm you still watching it up to date okay oh are you god i gave up did you? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, I, gave up, I gave up about two seasons ago. Yeah, I don't... The last season hasn't been that great. No. And um, Dexter, I was late to the party with that. Uh, we've still never seen oh, it. No. Oh, that's really good. Really okay. good. Do you watch Killing Eve? Yeah. So, oh, I'm yeah, watching that's that. Really good. I'm not up to date yet, but Simon doesn't hasn't watched it yet. No, but I've, yeah. I'm watching it. I really like it. I watch Just when loads of BAFTAs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We watched quite a few films. We watched the new, uh, the Zac Efron's Ted Bundy. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's good. His yeah, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that because I've seen the... The Netflix. The documentary. Uh, the, the documentary, yeah. 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 Tapes, yeah. yeah. But it was good. It was quite disturbing, but it was a really interesting take on, on the f- on, on the story, if you will, the biopic, because it was told from his, uh, Ted Bundy's girlfriend's point of view. Oh, okay. Um, so there wasn't, there was none of that kind of t- typical, what you'd expect from a serial killer biopic, you know, mm. actually seeing the, the, the murders and whatever. Yeah, yeah. You didn't see any of that. You only saw kind of him coming back and it was only kind of hinted oh, at cover when, he, when he goes away and comes back and then you start hearing these stories on the news, mm. which was a really interesting... It's really disturbing, actually, because, like, the girlfriend's really likeable and she's got a child and he's really nice And how them. normal he comes across. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so and it's really kind of freaky. charismatic. And, yeah. and you're kind of like, oh, maybe you didn't do it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's weird know, because you know we, did. we know for a fact that he did it, but the, when you're watching the story's it, you're like, told so cleverly that you kind of go... 
Did he? Yeah. yeah. Nah. Which is good. So th- oh, I, I'd highly recommend that. Really I, th- I didn't get that impression from the Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. No, from the tapes. Very so. different. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's uh, it was it was it was mm. uniquely released at the cinema and released on Sky. Um, oh, okay. Sky Cinema at the same time, yeah. Which that which I think they've been testing out a, f- a few things on Netflix, yeah. Bits and bobs like that. So mm. that was quite good. Um, but yeah, the only other thing we've been up to is we've completely changed over our client gallery. Oh yeah, we've gone from Pixie Set to Pick Time. Yeah. Oh, did you? Mm. Yeah. What yeah. do you use? I use um Smug Mug. Oh yeah, I've been using it for blimey seven eight years. Yeah, I did. Signed up to Pick Time a year ago when they had just launched yeah. in the UK. It's they? quite, it's quite, yeah. new, it's relatively new company. Yeah, for the UK, yeah, for the UK it is. And mm. I, I signed up for it. I'm in the middle of wedding season last year, and I just didn't have the time to to yeah. utilise how it worked and whether it's it one of those things. It's, it's better done um, out of season, I suppose. Yeah, a lot a of things are better done out of season than <laughs> two weeks before season <laughs> yeah. starts. You're like, yeah. I've done nothing. I know. Yeah, I've just done it, and well, I'm like. We, um, ah! Well, we the actually got the recommendation from from Sam Hurd, yeah, his who, Patreon, who, who, yeah. who moved from Smug Mug, I think, to to Pick Time. Oh, yeah. did he? And he yeah, was he did. He was on Smug Mug. He the was talking that... about a few few advantages, wasn't he? Well, I haven't even changed the template on mine in six or seven years, just because because it works for me, and it, it mm. I I don't sell prints via it, but I have thought about doing that. Mm. Yeah, and because I I still do get guests asking me, oh, where can we get the pictures? Yeah. And then I just quickly say, oh, the pictures are a free download. Yeah, and they're like, what? What's the catch? It can be a free download, and then you're like, no, it, it is serious. It is. Just just uh, I've done the work. You paid it. <laughs> just have them. Yeah, yeah exactly. No yeah. one else yeah. wants them. <laughs> no, but then you can sometimes get bookings off the back of that when people yeah. are diverted to your Smug Mug account. It's then linked to your website. They then look at it and then. Think, yeah. Oh well, we did chat to him and mm. blah blah blah. We yeah. didn't have to pay him twelve quid for a five point seven. Not point. that there's anything wrong with that because that's no. probably what I would charge if I was doing yeah. that. Absolutely. But that was why I look, looked at doing pick time. So yeah. I still yeah. might go down that route. Yeah. It is good. The thing that sold it to us, the final thing was that Folio came on board. Who yeah. we get our albums. We don't do loads of albums, but um, when we do, we use Folio. When a client's in their gallery, it takes you to the shop. And in the shop, all the items that are for sale are populated with the images from that specific gallery. Oh, okay. And yeah. if they've made any favourites or stuff as well, they come up. So basically, they're looking at all the products they could possibly buy with the images that they've just seen. So they have just as much control. Exactly. Yeah. And it kind of makes it a bit more appealing because they can like see their photo in a calendar or on, in a frame yeah, or in an need, album. They don't need to contact you first. Exactly. They literally do everything it's full, there. It's full, um, fully It's fully fulfilled. Ful- yeah, fully, fully fulfilled. fulfilled service yeah. so even with albums now for folio people can order an album completely design it themselves or yeah, have picked like order yeah. folio do the order create it ship it straight to the client so it has like a template completely yeah. software on it. completely oh, okay. passive yep. income it's really easy Amazing. to do because we've tried it you can have an option where pick time will fill out the a template for you already so yeah. you can just go and it just like literally press a button and it does it with say like 50 favorites or yeah they can go into the design a little bit more yeah. and make their own design it's really yeah. good oh, and wow. i don't have to do anything yeah no i think which i'm currently it's good for them and good for me editing well putting together an album for one of my clients from mm. last year but that's the first album i've made for about two or three years yeah well that's the same mm. same with us we do probably one two maybe a year mm. if that i mean sometimes we don't do any a year and then so, you know we've just had two but one of them was for a mm. wedding that we shot five years ago yeah and they finally got round to it you know i think they've had a baby in that time <laughs> when you yeah. don't do it that regular you forget the software how it works and all that yeah, yeah. but you remember well it wasn't this hard last time i did it that's probably because <laughs> you had done one for yourself yeah absolutely. as a sample album yeah. yeah i think if you're doing it every day you'd uh, you, you know, yeah. you'd be quite quick at it. Exactly. 
And I just think it might be easier for them as well because they don't have to do the thing where they pick their favourite images and then tell me about them yeah, and then decide on these options. We want that one smaller. Yeah, they can just, they can well, just they can spend all, all, as long as they want designing yeah. it themselves and do then they just themselves. place order. And then obviously we've put the price that we want to sell everything at. Yeah. So we've got prints of various different sizes, um, frames and mounts and and then uh, and albums and stuff like that. And, it's, wow. uh, and a calendar. And a, yeah, a calendar. I like the calendar. Get a calendar. I know, it looks great. It looks, yeah. I'm like considering, and the calendar, really cool thing about it, whatever month you order it, it gives you 12 months from oh, the month from you that order month. it. Yeah. Oh, that is or good, you can decide it from whatever month you want. Yeah. Not even from the month you so order it. Especially just for be like, like weddings that are going to yeah. you know, June, July, August, yeah. and they're really excited, they want to order a calendar. They're Straight not, away, yeah, yeah, they don't have to wait. They're yeah. not only getting yeah. four months worth of calendar. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, they order it in November. Great Christmas presents, guys. Get on it. So yeah, um, we've moved all our galleries from 2018, and we're just about to email all of our. All yeah, of we our haven't told anyone 2018. yet. So that's <laughs> letting them know. So you've had to pay for the migration, have you? Or? I, no. We didn't bother. We just did it ourselves. It's really yeah. easy because it comes with the plugin from for Lightroom. So you just like use this plugin to upload everything to PickTime, and it's done. Oh, wow. So yeah. that's really simple. But they do do they do do that service where mm, you can pay, yeah. and I think it's two dollars. Two dollars a gallery. A gallery. Yeah. Migrate from yeah. any other yeah, service. Yeah, that's what I saw when I got the email free from yeah. them. But we just decided yeah. to do it ourselves. We, it was really easy, so I just yeah. saved you know whatever so 60, far, 70 quid. So good. Yeah, so far so good. That's what we've it's been good. working on for the last couple of weeks. So what's been going on with you, Ed? Mm. Um, well, I've just had six weeks off paternity leave so we've oh. just had a, another little boy three weeks ago thank you very much yeah so we had um jonah three weeks ago and i just decided to take a lot of time off this time around because when we had yep. jesse three years ago um he was born on the, the the beginning of august and it was like in the middle of silly season it was so mm. stressful yeah um for I gave a second photographer to all those couples in August for free, just in case I had to leave their wedding. Sure. Yeah. And I did have to leave a wedding. Oh, really? Yeah, because I wasn't going to miss the birth of my first. No, no. No, so yeah. they actually, she yeah. went into labour during a wedding? She went into, when she actually started having contractions the night um, before the wedding. Right. Oh my God. And I just woke up at about five in the morning and she wasn't, Claire, my wife wasn't next to me and I was just like, okay she might be having the baby now and then she was just like yeah the contracts have started seriously though this could go on all day so just go and do the wedding i let the couple know the couple had my assistant as well so were you far away was that um it was where was it it was at swallow's nest barn oh yeah it's not far from here there actually in a couple of weeks ago did you yeah Yeah. it's it's not far from here is it no Um, but we're based in nottingham i'm based in nottingham yeah so um, the couple knew it was the first thing I told them when I got there. Um, I was really good friends with the best man. He's a wedding photographer as well. Oh. And they were just like, I can't believe you came. We appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. But if you need to leave at any time, just let just us know. Yeah, yeah it was just like the nicest couple. And then at about five o'clock, I just got the phone call from Claire's sister saying, yeah, you really need to come back okay. now. <laughs> and then Kev, um, who was assisting me for those weddings in August, he just took over. Nice. And it, it happened just before the speeches. So I'd done the portraits, oh, okay. done the majority of the day. Yeah. It was only the speeches in the evening. But then then she was in labour for nearly two days. Oh, so wow. the following day was um, the wedding that I couldn't do. And Kev just shot that. But, but all the couples, I let all the couple, ten, 10 couples, five either side of the due date, know that this was a setup. This could happen. You can have your money back. Yeah. Or yeah. I could recommend you to another photographer or you can have a second photographer for free. Yeah. And you might have both of us all day. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, good. Did everybody take that option? 
Yeah, they did. Yeah, oh, great. everyone, everyone took that. Brilliant. That's really good because we had really a, nice. we had a similar thing, didn't we? When um, yeah, when uh, we had Elle last year, she was due in at the end of March, and we just we obviously it's slightly out of season, so we'd only got a couple of weddings. Like yeah. I think it was three or four, but obviously then mm. post Anna having the baby and Anna being kind of the main photographer, yeah. um, who you know covers off photography if, if we're shooting film or whatever. But she's you know always at the front and what have you. So we said to a few. And I wanted to take some time off after the birth as well. So we'd have yeah. to get in touch with a few people. But everybody, again, was... Took you off. Yeah, yeah, really cool. And as, they long knew as, that, as long as you're up front with people you and just, you're honest. Yeah. As long as you're honest, yeah. 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 And good. everyone was fine with it, weren't they? Yeah, totally fine. Yeah, yeah. so good. I'm good. Yeah, we let them know as soon as we yeah. found out. Yeah. As soon as we had the three-month scan. Just <laughs> yeah. like, right, I better script Absolutely. out an email and yeah. then yeah. <laughs> wait for the phone to ring. <laughs> we did have... We did have uh, one uh, one couple email us within half an hour of us announcing it online to to some of our friends said are you still going to be able to shoot my wedding okay so mm. no congratulations no, no. no. okay good good to know yeah. where your priorities are like yeah, yeah of course we are and we were like if, do you not we, think we would have got in touch with you yeah we'd got in touch with like, yeah. everybody months ago and, yeah and i had one off. contact me pretty 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 soon but um, they were understanding. I think it was just kind of wedding brain took over. Yeah, I think that's like, it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. People that do get sometimes get a little bit wrapped up in the wedding world and pro, like perspective gets a little bit warped. Yeah, but every, every, <laughs> yeah they were all c- congratulatory. That's right. good. Congratulatory. Amazing. Well, congratulations! And <laughs> this time round, yeah. this time round, you've done it's yours. good six weeks off. Yeah, oh, no it's, issues. It's, it's, it's no issues. I've got my first wedding back tomorrow. Yeah, and um, yeah, it feels weird not being covered in baby sick <laughs> and, and, yeah. and, and, and watching kids TV with yeah. Jesse. Yeah, yeah, so at the moment, tomorrow's wedding's going to be like a day off. Yeah, yeah which is hence the That's reason the thing, you're up in the, this neck of the woods. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and down at Cripps Barn Cripps tomorrow. Barn. Yeah, nice. lovely yes. venue. Love Cripps Barn. Yeah, which is where we. Yeah, which is where we met. That's weird, isn't it? So we shot a wedding two years ago now. I think it. Yeah, Yeah, twenty seventeen. Two years ago, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gabby and James, a lovely couple. Uh, Who we, uh, I think we're friends with on Facebook because they went Mm. and toured like Australia and New Zealand. Yeah, they do lots of travel. So we we followed followed up on them and like followed their travels and stuff like that. Which yeah, really good wedding. But yeah, that was really cool wedding, wasn't it? Are you shooting by yourself tomorrow, or you got? Yeah, it's just me. Yeah, the majority of weddings this year. Um, just myself I've got a wedding on Saturday and Anna who helps me out with editing and second shooting she's um, second shooting that that's cool. just a wedding up in Lincolnshire okay nice. so that's not that's what I would class as a local wedding for yeah. me up yeah. in Nottingham yeah so how yeah. do you kind of determine because you've got Anna who's who works as um, an assistant for you is yeah, she full time she, is she just... no no she's freelance so she okay. just works on a um, as an as and what I need yeah help um i mean last year she started working for me two years ago the year that i had a, did i have i had 50 weddings wow. the year that cool. yeah the year that she started and the year before that i had had 58 weddings Blimey. and it, it was because i yeah i think i ended up shooting 54 because of a, a few cancellations that year yeah. and then it was at the end of that year that I thought and my wife suggested I think you really need to get somebody to either help yeah. out with the editing or have somebody dedicated as a second shooter rather than you finding the second shooter yeah. a few weeks before yeah. it's stressful isn't it trying yeah. to find the right person as well all the, the time right person the right style yeah. a similar style someone that's reliable yeah that's that's the main that's thing the that's, one, that's the biggest thing over yeah. anything yeah I hear a lot of stories from uh, other photographers saying you know they're constantly getting let down by second shooters 
shooters and yeah. which is mm. just not the, what you need because the whole reason you're getting a second shooter is to have someone oh, totally. there to back I've, you up, you know. And, I've never been let down touch, touch yeah. by a second shooter, but I have helped out a mate of mine right. at like 6am on the morning of a wedding because he's phoned up and said, oh yeah, my second shooter's let me down. Yeah, I know it's it was a Saturday in August. You're probably booked. And I was just like, well, actually, I am free I'm today. Brilliant. I'll help you out. Oh, that's <laughs> handy. Because yeah, you never know when you That's good of you as well on a, on a rare Saturday in August to be free. To, and, yeah, to be free. And, and, and to go to the wedding. wedding when you yeah. don't have to. <laughs> and to answer the phone at 6 a.m. Yeah. yeah. This was well, pre-kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So, obviously, we've asked your lovely self on our podcast because we think you're brilliant yep. and your work is amazing and we like your approach and Style. how you go about things cheers thank aspire you aspire to be similar yeah um, definitely and it's find very, it yeah, very similar kind yeah. of ethos of, yeah. of, of, of what we do and, and kind of what we try and sell it's very much about shooting stuff as it happens yeah, yeah. which you know from looking at not your interfering website. too much in the day yeah. and just yeah. letting it happen naturally yeah absolutely yeah totally like that but first if you could just maybe tell us a little bit about how you got into photography and like what your background is before becoming a wedding photographer and why and how you got into shooting weddings cool it's, this might take a long time but um, <laughs> it was, absolutely go for it. um i did photography at college um, initially I wanted to be a sports journalist so I did English media studies and photography at college Newbury College the journalism thing it just wasn't exciting me my photography teacher was really enthusiastic much more so than my media studies or English teacher so I just thought I'd always been into photography from a young age got my first film camera when I was about 14 15 from a dad okay yeah. and um I just really really loved the photography that almost the media studies and the English just fell apart within a year yeah. and I, it, it was ridiculous hey just <laughs> obsessed I quickly I became obsessed with photography right. and I did that for a year did the GCSE photography course and then after a year I just my I got offered a job and my teacher was kind of just like oh there's 27 people in this class not many people get offered a job while they're still doing the course you should Brilliant. take it and not do the A level oh, wow. and I was just like serious <laughs> and yeah. he's just like yeah just do it so I took the job it was working as an advertising photographer's assistant yeah and I did that for a year and I, I I absolutely hated it. Really? It, it was, you'd turn up to work, bearing in mind I was only 17, you'd turn up to work in winter when it was still dark, you'd go into a studio, you'd be in a dark room and then you'd be in a dark studio photographing trainers and think, other things that didn't really excite me. Yeah. But I was learning all the time. Yeah, sure. Learning in the dark room and then I'd leave late at night when it was dark again. Yeah. So I'd go in dark, come out dark. And, and spend I'd, all day in the dark. I'd spend all day in the dark. And I'm, like a mole. Yeah, <laughs> I became a complete hermit. Yeah, my social skills went straight down the pan at seventeen. It wasn't great. Yeah, but I just didn't enjoy it. And then after a year, I just realised I wanted to do something else right. in photography. So I actually went back to Newbury College and um, cool. decided to do the A level photography course. Within three or four months, I was out photographing an assignment, mm. and I was at Newbury Racecourse, and I photographed. Willie Carson. Oh, okay. Willie Carson. Yeah, yeah, Willie, yeah, yeah. yeah. Willie Carson, the, yeah, yeah. The, the jockey. Yep. I was in the parade ring just photographing um, my college course. Yeah. That I, the assignment I'd been set. 
And I could see that his horse just reared up and he fell off the back of it. Oh, no. And he was just lying on the floor. I was taking photos with my jam jar of a lens. It was like yeah. a 70 to 300 on right. a, on a, <laughs> I think it was an EOS 5 film camera. Oh, right. wow. Okay. And um, I had like 1600 ISO film in there that I ended up having to develop. Oh, wow. Like a kitchen soup. Yeah. It was, it was like, <laughs> soup. It was horrible. And um, the picture came out really muzzy and dirty and I developed it at home printed it and my dad just said well why don't you send that into the local newspaper if no other photographers were around you because all the other photographers were up next to the track waiting for Uh, the race to happen whereas I was I didn't know what I was doing so I was just milling around the parade ring um, got all the paramedics working on him and then we were due to go on holiday me and my family so we just dropped the print off on the way down to Cornwall on holiday and then when we came back a week later we had the local newspaper through the front door and my picture was just plastered right over the front cover wow. with my byline. Oh, and wow. it, it, it was back in the day, 90, 95, 96. And it was a broadsheet newspaper. So it was huge. And I got a byline and a check for something, that I think it was 35, 40 pounds. Amazing. And that, that check was massive to me. Then. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, <laughs> That's amazing. And there was also a note in it from the um, picture editor at the paper right. just saying, did you want to come in for a chat? Oh, wow. So I went oh, wow. I went in like the following week and it turned into a job. No way. And I ended up working there for three and a half, four years. Okay. And I quit college. But <laughs> again. The, but okay. again, but the teacher just said, look, you're doing some, you've done something. You've shown a bit of initiative, even though it's my dad that told me. Yeah, sure. Go and drop yeah, off at the still, newspaper. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take the credit. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and then just dropped off. So I worked there and then I worked for them for about four years, covered lots of big stories as well as small stories one of the first big stories was the Newbury bypass riots right so oh. bearing in mind I wasn't even 18 and I was photographing riots wow and it was so exciting right that mm. was one of the first jobs that I did for them oh wow and I stupidly thought every week's going to be like this yeah. <laughs> but then two weeks right a week two days later I was photographing like four horticultural shows <laughs> uh, um, a golden wedding anniversary and a street a street party yeah, yeah. I was thinking hang on this isn't this isn't the same this not what I signed this up this isn't the same but because it was down in Berkshire which is where I'm originally from we we also had a lot of royal visits and celebrity right. visits oh, well, so cool. occasionally we'd photograph like a royal visit every couple of weeks a celebrity every few weeks as well and it was those jobs that kind of keep you fulfilled and yeah. bear in mind at the time I was still only 18 yeah I was you'd go on a lot of jobs and just weren't taken seriously at all because you're so young yeah and and yeah. I shot my first wedding when I was 19 Blimey. Wow, really? on, yeah on seven rolls of film bought a flash the day before because it was a December wedding didn't know how to use it <laughs> and it rained all day it was everything that could have gone wrong did, wrong. did go wrong that's, that's, a, that's a good like um, entry level into into weddings yeah exactly and I hated weddings for years after that <laughs> yeah. so, so continuing on the I was still a wedding uh, a press photographer for quite a few years right and then I went to work for the Nationals. I worked for an agency up in Nottingham mm-hmm. okay and then I worked for them moved back down south because the agency, well, it was just a lot of doorstepping. It was waiting outside people's houses, waiting outside nightclubs, and uh, waiting outside court a lot. Like paparazzi. Kind of, oh, yeah, proper paparazzi. And yeah. it was, there's only so many times you can get punched outside court before you realise, hang on, there's not a lot of, not not a lot lot of fun of joy in this. In this. Were no, you exactly. actually punched? A few times, yeah. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. No, you ever been punched at a wedding? <laughs> I've been kicked, I've been kicked pretty severely. Yeah, yeah, you've been kicked. Yeah, a wedding in Cornwall about um, four or five years ago. I was just about to say goodbye to the bride and groom. Like in about five or ten minutes, I just right. wanted to get a few more dancing shots. Can I swear on this? Yeah. And, and 
this guy just, I was photographing the bride and groom and I just felt a foot right in the small of my back. Oh my God. Around and he just went, take my fucking picture then. <gasps> and I just held the camera up to him like that, looked the other way and just fired off like five or six shots. Oh, I would have. And then I shouted him in the face. Yeah, and Lola, who was um, my assistant at the time, I was like, oh, Lola, we're going. And that, oh my wow. God. just a drunken idiot thinking that that's, socially, oh, totally. that's acceptable yeah. behaviour. Totally, yeah. And that was yeah. about five years ago. And I remember it was um, the third of a three day oh. weekend, a three, so right at the end, a, a, a triple header. But when it happened, we just went back to the car and I just, you know, you got the horn on the steering wheel. Lola sat in the passenger seat and I just went, ah, yeah. just whacked yeah. my head on the yeah. steering wheel because yeah. it, it was it's delayed kind that of. frustration. Like, yeah, I mean, you, we often, you know, you get it a lot with drunken people and they're like chugging at your Grab shoulder you. and then they'll just like point at each other and you're like, yes, can yeah. I help you? <laughs> or the, or the, yeah. the beckoning yeah. finger. I, don't, yeah. I ignore it. Yeah. I can't tolerate it. <laughs> it's difficult, isn't it? Because if you've been chatting to that guest early in the day and you've been having a laugh, and they were normal before they yeah, got and, drunk. and they were normal, and um, <laughs> it's it's difficult because you're the only one that generally that's not wasted at a wedding. Yeah, yeah. And, and and if if you've got somebody beckoning you over and you're like, oh, you were really nice earlier. Yeah. What's, what's what happened? are you doing? What's this? Yeah, what's this exactly? Do you think you own me now? Yeah. It's very rare that I will get that from a bride and groom, but yeah, it's, yeah. It's no, nearly always it's from a guest. It's, yeah, the, it's guests. the guests. Yeah, yeah, the drunken guests, definitely. <laughs> <It's not Yeah. laughs> But we digress. <laughs> so you were a press photographer. And then, so how did you get from that to, to sort weddings. of shooting weddings? After your first uh, um, initial well, hatred of him. Well, I hated them for um, years and years. And it was it was mainly just because I thought that they had to be shot in a traditional way. And I suppose in the late 90s and in the early 2000s, they, they did. Reportage yeah. wedding photography didn't really exist no. or wasn't the mainstream. So you were just photographing like the group photos shooting from a list all the time yeah and I was just doing it because being a press photographer doesn't pay well right. so I was bumping up my wage by doing I was only doing about eight or ten a year okay yeah and they were nearly always in the summer months. That's yeah. just yeah. how weddings used to yeah. be, didn't but it? But back in like the 90s, like the, the, the culture of wedding photographers as we know them, as we are now, just didn't exist. Did no, it? it's totally. It, it was just totally different. Mm. And mm. even making the transition over to digital, and you'd, lo- yeah. you'd think that makes it easier. but they And there would be huge changes, but there weren't in styles of photography. Mm. No. So yeah, It took a few years, didn't it, for it y- to catch up? Yeah, it did. And I mean, I left... Um, the press world and I was a premiership football photographer for the last two years okay. and that was really good fun I did really enjoy that but at the same time it's a glamorous job but everyone wants to do it therefore it paid appallingly uh, it yeah. paid terrible and, yeah yeah my last game that I ever shot was um at the Emirates it was an Arsenal game it was a Champions League game and I just remember seeing all the other photographers with their laptop open at like half ten at night when we were wiring the images back and all their screen savers on their laptops were of their kids yeah. and I was just it really depressed me I mean I was only what 28, 29 and I just thought oh, I don't want to see my kids grow up through a screen saver I want to yeah. even though yeah. that was quite a few years ago I, I yeah. need to change this Very so then I became I uh, worked for photography magazines for three years ah, okay and um it was very desk bound and i wasn't taking many photos okay but i learned things like lightroom i'd never even touched a raw file really up until that point so is it just jpegs and get them out and... it was just jpegs yeah. um when it when it moved over to digital obviously yeah when it moved over to well even even then i'd, I'd never even touched a raw file when i started at a, a magazine yeah. they were in shock actually really they, they'd taken yeah, well. me on because of my 
English writing background as well as the, f- the fact that I could string a sentence together <laughs> yeah. on paper yeah. and technical ability was there yeah. and also I had an experience as a press photographer mm. but working for a f- photography magazine lo- um, ta- taught me so much about mm. editing how, how to keep things simple rather than relying on the kit yep. yeah. reviewing cameras okay. as well just became such a a bizarre thing for me to just mm. be getting new new kit new all kit the all the time yeah how did you kind of move into uh leaving practical photography and move into deciding that you're going to shoot weddings full-time i left with the intention of photographing more model portfolios because uh-huh. i already had a small studio not far from where we lived in nottinghamshire and I thought that I could continue doing that. In the process of leaving um, the magazine, they, I'd, I wrote a lot, a lot of the pages in the, well, I said a lot, probably between 15 and 30 of the pages that were in the magazine. Mm. I'd, I used to have about three or four features. Okay. Okay. So if they lost a member of staff straight away, they'd have a lot of pages to yeah. fill. So they just took me on the freelance basis for three months after yeah. that. So that then gave me the three months to build up some sort of other work. Yeah. I shot that one wedding, enjoyed it. And I thought, hang on, this could pay all right. Yeah. And because I did it my way, I really enjoyed Enjoy doing it. it. Yeah. So I pursued it more. I put an advert out on Facebook to say that I'm shooting weddings. Um, I'm taking five weddings on at 500 pounds. And then they... That advert just worked so much better than the Facebook advert does nowadays. Facebook yeah. adverts are just terrible now. Yeah. Um, but from a personal pers- perspective, Absolutely. they don't work for me. No, no, they don't. I haven't used one for about six months, but they're just not like they were in 2013. No, all the algorithms have changed and everything. <laughs> yeah, I just don't understand it, so I don't no. go down that route. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, those five weddings, I, I got booked up within two weeks. Amazing. And ev- the one question everyone asked was, because they saw the examples from that one wedding I shot, was yeah. what's the catch and they were just like well this oh. is 500 quid and all the other photographers were looking at that really good at 1500 two grand yeah yeah and i was just like it's because and i was just honest i said it's because i want to get into just being doing weddings yeah and that's what a lot of youngsters or people that are leaving yeah, um, uni are doing now yeah and that is a good foot foot in the door absolutely yeah. and you need yeah. to build a portfolio you needed a good five or six to weddings to build a yeah you need to, to build, build a website. website as well to make yeah. it look like you're not just a one-trick pony and yeah, you've indeed. only shot one wedding so I, and, I, and then i'm assuming after those five then it just went it, on from there well i got those five and then i thought hang on this is i could see legs i could yeah. see it going yeah. somewhere so i looked at the big wedding fairs and i saw the national wedding fair the nec and the national wedding fair at earl's court I, because I've got my connections down south, that's where I'm originally from, I just thought I'd do the Earl's Court one. And then I found out it was, I think it was like 1,800, two grand to exhibit there. And I was just like, whoa, that's That's just, that's so much money, but I've got to do it. So I sold, I'd just bought the D800. Yeah. And I I sold it within weeks of having it. And I used some money. So I was a wedding photographer. Yeah. All of a sudden, with no camera, <laughs> so it was like a huge. Wow. It was a huge risk to take. So I just sold the D eight hundred. I got pretty much the money. I sold it to a mate. I think I'd only taken like six hundred frames on it. Mm-hmm. Sold it to him. Got the money. Paid for the stand at the national wedding show. Did the national wedding show with my wife. She had to stand next to me because she does letterpress, wedding stationery. Yeah. Awesome. N- neither of us had done a wedding fair before. Neither of us. It was totally out of our. Yeah. Um, 
comfort zone. We did it after three days of just talking to random strangers. We got in the van, the hire van, drove all the way back to Nottingham. We barely spoke to each other because wow. we've just yeah. all, spoken. All talked out. out. Yeah. yeah. And we just got home. We just thought, well, that's a bomb. Not one person has booked us over the weekend. Yeah. And then within, um, I think it was three weeks, I had 27 bookings. Off that? Off the one weekend. Oh my God, that's so good. Yeah, the first booking came in before we had even um, parked the van up at home back in Nottingham. And they were just like, oh, can you send us a booking form? Lovely chatting to you. We'd never done a wedding fair, so I didn't know how long you had to speak to people. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know whether you had to do the... I, I can't do Was this. it a sales pitch or were you just going to be honest or yeah, just be yourself? I, or I can't do this. I'm the world's worst sales Same. salesman. I'm a photographer. So not a salesman. So we didn't do the sales pitch. Some people probably thought that we didn't care because I just handed out a brochure that I'd made. Again, yeah. the brochures weren't cheap. They were like £800. Mm. Yeah. So I'd invested. I'd, invested yeah, a lot of money in some doing money it. In, yeah, it, had to, it had to work. And yeah. 20, yeah. We filled the, I filled the diary for the following year. That's amazing. Wow. Got a wedding in Sicily off the back of that. So good. So I'd never even shot a wedding abroad to but to to get yeah. a book in like that's that. amazing just to have got that i would have been over the moon but yeah, yeah. 27 yeah that's wow. incredible so that was that was it that was is, is the rest history as they say <laughs> the rest is history yes <laughs> so, you are. so what year was that when was, that, when was it? Yeah, that was 2020 <laughs> that must have been 2013 2012 yeah. or 2013 yeah okay. yeah wow Wow, amazing. And then here we are today. Exactly. Yeah. So talking about weddings then, how do you approach your weddings? What's your sort of overall ethos, philosophy, and what do you want to get out of a wedding? Yeah, how for do anyone you sort of, who like, hasn't been on your website, doesn't know on it? who you are. My, my overall is just fun. Is it, It's capturing the fun, capturing the moment. Nothing's contrived. Nothing's, nothing's too staged. Yes, I'll do the stylish portraits, but they won't be done in like a hands-on. You've got to, you've got to put your right arm there. You've got to put, come on, kiss. There's yeah. none of that. <laughs> kiss, no, goddammit. Kiss, look like you like look each other. Happy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just not like that. I, when I do the portraits, it's 15, 20 minutes and I'll take a couple away, get them holding hands, walking towards me. They'll just be having a laugh. They might be slagging me off from distance <laughs> and they might be saying whatever they want. But I won't, I won't like, stretch it out for half an hour 45 minutes an hour unless a couple want that yeah i get some couples that book me and the photos are so important to them that that they'll want 45 Mm. minutes on the day i'm cool with that but i can always tell when we've hit the brick wall and everyone's just had enough and you can tell with me as well when i'm I'm in an r in on a wedding day and i don't want couples to see that i'd I'd much rather be in that be have that predicament before I take them away. Mm. Some couples get really hung up on the fact that you've not shot at the venue before. Yeah, I per- we find that. Do you? Yeah. I personally it's try to tell couples that you'll get a better you'll get a fresh pair of eyes by shoes. I've had couples not book me because I've not shot mm. at yeah, the venue same. before. And then you're just like, well I'm never gonna get to yeah. shoot there if every couple thinks so. And what yeah. do you say to them, basically? Because I mean, it, it's, it is, we find it a really bizarre request because yeah. you don't need to have seen a venue. We've literally had people say, like, we're, we've gone with someone that's... Who shoots like, there every week. Uh, who yeah. shoots there every week. Or we've gone with someone that's that's closer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, because I can't drive. Or... Yeah, I have, I have that sometimes. Before I had that I was based in Nottinghamshire, um, somebody contacted me that I knew from when I lived down in Reading. Yeah. And, and after they had booked me, they were just like, oh my God, we just realised that you've moved. Is that going to be a problem? I was no, I've got a car. I do weddings all over the UK. And, and then they're like, well, have we got to pay for accommodation? And mine is, no, that's all included. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, you can understand how sometimes people think, oh, well, what's the catch? How can, yeah. 
you're doing if as long as you're honest on your website yeah. Yeah. that's what your approach is about and my approach page ever since i put it on there about 18 months two years ago yeah. it's attracted more people that that i kind of gel with and yeah. it's kind of repelled the attracting and repelling there's horrible the repel word is is horrible used in this Context. circumstance i know what you mean but, yeah but you're but, going to appeal to the your more like-minded yeah, people and yeah, a client exactly. that's going to be on your level and therefore let you do what you do and therefore get the images that you like to get and that they like to get. Yeah, I don't, I don't bombard my website. I don't think I've got a single... I think I've got maybe one group photo, but it's got a fun element to it. Yeah. I mean, I'll do six or seven group photos. Sure. And... I, and I'll definitely get the bride walking down the aisle and yeah. and, and the getting ready shots of the makeup going on. Yeah, and all the ticklish like stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, all the yeah. stuff that people expect. But you, it's just remembering that these people may not have booked a wedding photographer or even booked a photographer before. Mm. So it, it, it is the questions like that in a Skype call. Yeah. But I think there's the overarching kind of suggestion is that you want to put the work on your website that you are most comfortable and you're most happy shooting and you find them, you know, the, the most fun to shoot. Yeah, totally. Because you want to attract the, those like-minded clients. And if, if you're attracting the, the right clients from the from the get-go and then they ask the question, oh, well, are you okay doing a few group shots? And you are going to get me doing oh, the getting yeah. ready in the morning. You're like, yeah, of course I am. Yeah. But they're already invested because they've seen your work and they've said, that's the kind of style we want. Yeah. As opposed to the other way around where you put, you try and please everybody by putting a thousand group shots on there and putting all the getting ready and then the, the stuff yeah. and then you get all sorts of clients that then go when you try and do something a bit quirky or something a bit more fun they're like oh i don't i'm not really into no, I've, i can't remember what podcast it was or youtube video i saw but there was one wedding photographer i think he was american and he said that when he does wedding fairs he has two albums one to keep the mums happy and one to keep the one to wow the bride so one wow to wow the bride is all the epic portraits and the stunning backdrops and the one to yeah. keep the mum and the rest of the family happy is all the group photos and he, he makes sure that they see each of them if I did that that would be the world's worst thing because yeah. the couple would get their photos back and they'd they'd love their photos but the family would just be like well where are all the group photos yeah. that we saw at the wedding yeah. fair and yeah it's like false advertising isn't yeah. it yeah and you're only you're setting yourself up for a fool then yeah. if, if you do if, yeah. as long as you're honest from the word go you, you are going to you're going to see a decrease in inquiries overall. Yeah. But then what's the point of having inquiries from people that aren't going to aren't turn gonna into... Yeah, aren't going to book. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just, just extra admin that you just don't need. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a hell of a lot of and admin. Like it, we, we talked about burnout, I think, earlier. I don't, either before we started talking talking on the actual podcast or... Um, when we were running, I can't remember exactly. No, I think it was. I think we were just chatting. So we were just, yeah, yeah, just chatting before about burnout and you know doing too many weddings and all that kind of stuff. And it's the same kind of thing. Is if you end up shooting weddings in the way that you're not really happy shooting no, them, you will get fatigued and you, you won't want to do will, it and, anymore. and you'll go back to either the the job that you had before this job that you love. Yeah. And and then you just think, well, what what's the point of working for myself mm. if I'm burning myself? Yeah, yeah, you might be earning loads and loads of money, but if you're not having any time off that's the point it just sucks and you're not seeing your family no I've, I've had so much time off in the last two years yeah because last year i shot 35 weddings and really? this year yesterday i took a book in for this august um I, strangely enough i've got three saturdays free this august wow. bookings are weird aren't they this, this year, year yeah. it's just been so bizarre, bizarre. Yeah. i turned down so many weddings 
the, in the last six weeks of, for the paternity leave that I had. But in August, I've got loads of time. Yeah. I mean, last year I took the whole of July off just because I wanted the whole of July off because I'd never had it before. And and the same with this year. So yesterday I took that booking for August. So that takes me up to 25 this year. And I'm Brilliant. happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. 25 to I think that's great 30. when, you know, you're in the year, you've just had your second child and you've yeah. had six weeks you off. Enjoy that time. Brilliant, yeah. And you want to enjoy it. Definitely. Not gonna, it's not going to, you're not going to get it again. No, I didn't no. mind doing the 50 odd weddings a few years ago when I didn't have any responsibilities. Yeah. And I was kind of still building up a reputation as a wedding photographer yeah. because for years and years I'd been known as a press photographer and sports photographer all of a sudden I felt like I had to start over again at 30 yeah so it, it, it was tricky but it was worth it I'm yeah. glad that I did it but the yeah. years that I burnt yeah. out I'd, I really felt it yeah, yeah. I can but imagine. there is something about like learning your craft and there's a lot of um like new photographers out there and people you know like yourself coming straight out of uni and just assuming that like kind of wedding photography is just the easy inroad for like earning a decent amount of money but not really having to put that much effort in yeah. whereas actually it's it's one of the hardest kind of oh, photography they don't, they gigs don't realize, you'll ever do they don't realize that you have to be an overall photographer you can't just mm. be good at the portraits you've got to be good at the detail shots the portrait you've got to be a people person mate. that's it like 10 percent of it's like the phot- photographs do you know not quite 10 percent, but do you know what i mean like it's equally as important to be a, a people person be able to go into unknown situations and just yeah. you might be an it. amazing photographer but yeah. you might not your, your social skills might be terrible and, yeah and and that's kind of where i felt that those years as a press photographer I wouldn't go back and do that now no. but I'm so glad that I did that rather than spending three or four years at uni learning about the history of photography I can learn about the history of photography now in, yeah. in, my, in my own time and I do but with weddings you, you've got to do the detail shots you've got to do the portraits you've got to yeah. landscapes yeah, venues, yeah, architecture, architecture yeah. landscapes everything, people everything, yeah. macro you know yeah, sometimes totally. all of it it's, it does and, cover every single discipline and it's being able to do it at short notice as yeah. well yeah. and think on your feet creatively yeah. like in situations that you don't know where, what the light's going to be how much yeah. time you've got, you've got all to that admit kind of when stuff. things aren't working and just yeah. say oh yeah we'll, we'll wait till the sun that's comes out that's a good out. point yeah. as well <laughs> that's a, that is a really good point as well yeah. definitely not just, just shoot you know not get nervous and shoot the hell out of it just no. because just you, because it's got to yeah. be now yeah. Yeah. yeah have the confidence to sort of say to your couples well it's not going to be good now we need to wait another hour and yeah. it'll be perfect well, I remember let's the do it then I shot with you guys. Yeah. We, we were waiting for the sunset, weren't yeah. we? Yeah. And um, when they were doing the speeches, it was perfect. Yeah. But then it got cloudy again. And then we were just like, oh, it might come out again. Yeah. And I think, yeah. I think me, me and you just went for a little walk. We did, just yeah. to the backfield at Found Crips. Spot, and we yeah. were just like, oh my God, it's like, literally. Let's get them. Yeah. I think the I went to really the loo and I came out. We couldn't see it. Yeah. We yeah. out to the field and it was just these golden sun. Yeah. And we were like, yeah. Go and get them now. We've got to get yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> and then I came and out and I was like, I think we were only in the field for like five minutes, <laughs> yeah, weren't we? Five, five, five ten minutes, minutes yeah. Just got them to do a bit of a dance before yeah. their first dance. And amazing. Just having a laugh with couples. Yeah, yeah. we did have a laugh. Yeah. It was and good. That's generally what my approach is. Yeah. I think keeping a positive attitude and, you know, not, not being a, a particularly stressy person as well, you know. Yeah. Um, Some people, because you. I still to this day get a bit nervous knocking on that door bridal prep yeah. to go in because everyone just looks at you and they're like, oh, it's happening now, the photographer's here. Yeah. And then I'm just like, which one is she? Because I've not, I've not met <laughs> yeah, her. I always or, get that. Or I Skyped like, with them 12 Hi. months ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and hopefully they'll come up to you and be like, oh yeah, it's you. Yeah, yeah. so often. Hopefully they've got a dressing gown on that says bride. <laughs> yeah, just, just hope that they, that they just don't know a twin, yeah. Kind of moving on from um, your style and approach, which um, really resonates with us. 
Um, I was going to quickly ask about gear. And uh, I, I noticed from your website, because you've just launched um, your one workshop. workshop that you're doing this year, yeah, yeah. Um, which is great. And I looked, I had a little click on the link because it, um, oh, okay. it shows what's covered on there. And, mm. and you um, said in part of your discussions is why you moved to mirrorless. Yeah. Um, could you just expand on that a little bit and, and what, what your thinkings are behind mirrorless and why you have shifted over to mirrorless? Yeah, um, there was nothing, I wasn't, unhappy with the images I was getting from my Nikon I, before moving over to Fuji I was on the D750s yep. two Nikon D750s and I had a D850 as well which I got early last year yeah I just found that um the weight was just killing me okay mm. I don't know whether it's because I hit 40 or whether it, whether <laughs> it's just because I take it I used to take an insane amount of lenses to a wedding the majority would stay in my boot yeah. and I would only take the three that I needed the just in case lenses yeah exactly yeah and I never used the just in case lenses it would be like a 70 to 200 a tilt shift that I think I'd use twice but cost me like yeah. three months mortgage to, to buy it <laughs> yeah. I think I only ever used it on pre-wedding shoots because that's when you it have time so to experiment it takes so long to yeah. Yeah, figure out yeah, so it just got to the point where I I played about with a X Pro two. I mean, when I worked on the magazines, I did review a couple of the early Fujis, right. and I right. did did like them. The X Pro one, I remember really liking the feel, the look of it, the files you got from it um, okay. weren't the weren't the best. The autofocus wasn't the best. Right. But when the X Pro two came out, I was just blown away with that. Oh. So I was, I made the transition back in twenty sixteen. Okay. But just like the transition of film over to digital, that took me over a year to, I was going out on press jobs with a Nikon D1 and my Nikon F5 film camera. And I Uh. was photographing like a celeb at an an event and I was taking film on one, film over one shoulder, other shoulder had the digital camera. So you made a kind of slow transition, just not trusting one or the other. I wasn't trusting myself more than anything. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it it was um, user error. It was, uh, yeah, I also wasn't trusting digital was still in the early um yeah i had used digital a couple of years ago when the cameras were about 13 grand and it was a massive mm. pack mm. underneath and the battery wow. lasted only about an hour or yeah. so <laughs> so going over to mirrorless this time i had the same thoughts where i was thinking oh it's got to be slow it didn't need to be slow but i did make it that slow and l- the last couple of years it's been a bit of a headache at some weddings where i've been shooting with fuji and nikon but then when it's come to editing them mm. i've been blown away by the files yeah. from okay, the Fujis yeah. as much as the Nikon. So it's made the decision. It was only at the tail end of last year that I shot primarily Fuji. Right. Okay. The, the first wedding that I did 100% Fuji, I was bricking it because I was just, yeah. I had the Nikons in the car. Yeah, and <laughs> I, Definitely. I knew that I knew that they were there. And it was just, again, it was just down to user error and not having, I should have had more confidence in myself. Yeah. In my ability as a photographer to yeah. use so what made you What made you nervous about just using mirrorless? I mean, because obviously, I mean... A lot of it with, with the Fuji's with the the X Pro Two and the XT Two was the battery life. I, oh, okay. the, the first wedding that I did, hundred hundred percent Fuji. I took I think it was eleven batteries with me. Wow. Whereas on my Nikon's, I used to t- take two cameras, and I would only ever have to change the battery in either of them around the first dance yeah. Yeah. stage. And, and that's I just, just just in case. And that's yeah. just in case. But with the Fuji's, I remember I was photographing a bride coming down the aisle a couple of years ago, and um. The battery went. It went from about twenty to fifteen to eight percent within within the course of about two minutes. Wow! And that that's that's, uh, nerve wracking. Yeah, that 
trust kind of went there. But then mm-hmm. they brought out the X-T3 last year. I bought one of them, was blown away by it, bought a second a week okay. later. Is that what you're currently using? Yeah, two X-T3s, yeah. X-T3. Oh, cool. I've got them and I've still got one X-Pro2. I sold the other X-Pro2 and the X-T2. Yeah. And I think it was around Christmas time I sold all my Nikon kit. Right. right. Which was just bizarre Terrifying. seeing that. Lee. Yeah, so, I, yeah. I traded it in so with... you've got like a real minimalist setup now? Yeah, very, yeah. I've got... The 23mm lens, the 56mm. Um, I've just bought a 90mm, which I'm looking forward to using okay. tomorrow. Mm. I've never used it. So that works out as a 135 in full frame. Yeah. Terms. Oh, okay. So they're crop sensor. Yeah, it's a crop oh, sensor. Okay. So that was the main... It, that was the, oh, It's so difficult. You go on Facebook and all the Fuji... Um, lovers would just say oh the the crop sensor doesn't make any difference it doesn't make any difference but to somebody that's used full frame for years and years yeah. you do notice that di- yeah because you're difference. conditioned as well with the with the lens choice as well yeah. you're conditioned the, to knowing what frame size you're going to get or what kind of image you're really going to look yeah i yeah. know that a, a 23 mil will l- look exactly like the 35 mil did on the um on the full frame but at the same time the depth of field isn't going to be there because 1.4 on a crop sensor yeah is is kind of more like a two two point two, yeah. Um, on a full frame, yeah. And it it kind of took that getting used to, yeah. but okay. because I shoot in quite a reportage style, yeah. I don't didn't need the depth all the time, no. Yeah. But I'm kind of going back to liking the depth in the shots, okay. hence why I've got a ninety mil. Yeah. Yeah. At wedding, if I remember rightly, I don't know if you still got the same setup, but you've got that kind of hold the fast. Hold fast. Hold yeah. Fast. I got yeah. that about four years ago. I went to the way up north. A conference in Stockholm, their first one that they had there, and um, way up north were exhibiting at it. And yeah. I tried it on, and I went, Oh my god, this feels great! And then I actually put some cameras on it, and it didn't feel like I even yeah. had cameras over yeah, my shoulders. So, because yeah, Anna's, Anna's been using them for, for a number of years, yeah. Now, and then I bought a pair, I bought a set last year, yeah, because yeah. I was doing more, taking up more of the photography work as well with uh, with having Al and everything, yeah. And they're amazing, yeah, you, game I'm changer. Them. Um, yeah, kind of getting back to your approach and, and, and the c- kind of way you shoot and the reportage um, style that you shoot. How do you go about dealing with uh, brides or maybe brides and grooms as well that uh, up until the day have all been very much, yep, your approach is brilliant. We just want you to come and do your thing, da 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 da, get all the way to the wedding day. And then for some reason, the, the attitude completely shifts on the yeah. day. And then you get request after request for group shots or they're just like, oh, can you take a, take a picture of this or do this? And then it ends up not being yeah. your ideal couple on the day. How do you kind of deal? Because I'm assuming those situations do yeah, come up as they do for everybody. Yeah, they have every every year, like one or two weddings yeah. may end up like that. And I find that it's nearly always because one of the either bridesmaids or I've done a wedding before where the bridesmaid was a wedding photographer, but I didn't find that mm. out until the day of the wedding. Right. And I was just shoved a, a massive group list of 59 um, groups. Ooh. And I was just like, that's insane. That's going to take like two hours to do. Plus I do make it obvious on my website that I only like to do yeah. between six and eight, yep. six and 10. Yep. Yeah. And we rattle them off in 10 minutes before you all sit down for food. And that was on the day in the morning. It or? was the night before. Oh, it was, wow. Yeah. It was the night before the list was just sent wow. to me and I didn't sleep very well the night before that <laughs> wedding just because, <laughs> because I was expecting it to be such a chilled out, relaxed. Yeah. And, and I had to walk around with a piece of paper. You talk, This was about four or five years ago, but right. I was walking around with a piece of paper and I did have a second photographer, um, 
with me and I just said look don't you concentrate on this list you just carry on doing what yeah. we want yeah the, the what repertoire, there yeah the candid shots and then then it just got to the point where after, after about a couple of hours I just had to say look you're, you've booked me because you love this style and then they would just say oh so and so said that you need to have this and I was just like no 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 <laughs> oh. that might be how they work mm. that's not how I work right. and you've booked me yeah. and yeah. then we kind of just ditched the list and just lists, lists don't make for, I think I've got a line on my website that say lists don't make for good creative shots. Yeah. Absolutely. That's somebody else's wedding. Yeah. It's the same as Pinterest. I'm, I'm happy with people looking at Pinterest for how they want to have the room decorated yeah. and things like that. But for the f- photographer, it's just, if it's he's just, a good photographer, they'll turn up on the day and they'll know what to do yeah. from experience. Yeah. It's quite the insulting. Minute you- it would be quite insulting, wouldn't it, to have... Um, uh, a bride come to you and go oh I really like this picture that I've seen from oh, this photographer yeah. you'd be like well go and book then then yeah, they don't understand it's, what they're saying half the time because it's no. just so ingrained in our society at the moment Instagram and Pinterest and mm. all these photos that they see and it just kills creativity doesn't oh, it, it? it totally and does. instead of like just working in the moment and seeing the amazing sort of things that just happen randomly and uniquely at people's yeah. weddings you're looking for something to happen and you almost feel like you're trying to force like a shot out of it and yeah. it just zaps and then you'll miss something else over there yeah some photographers are really good at just staying in the same spot waiting for something to happen i just can't do that because i'm just constantly working my ass off just yeah. mm. you, you get what you pay for with me yeah. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Just constantly I can w- confirm you work your ass off I've seen yeah, you do I'm it indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just constantly looking for for stuff that's happening yeah. not just waiting for it to happen in the good light yeah um, that if you waited for something to happen in the good light all the time, all your photos are going to be from one spot. Yeah. And, and nobody wants to spend thousands of pounds on a, a nice venue. No. And then just not have a good variety of shots. Yeah, it's very true. You know, I remember when I, I did those five weddings that I was telling you about at the beginning. Yeah. I advertised on Facebook. So yeah. One couple that inquired sent me... A, a, a link to another photographer her, and the photographer's work was amazing right and she just said we want it just like this and I said oh well, why don't you book her and she said oh well she's four times the price of you <laughs> and I was just like okay that's, wow. that's not insulting yeah. at all that's but, awful yeah so that's, I can't yeah. shoot in somebody else's style I no. can only shoot in my yeah. style it's really I, think, I think those little things that like if someone gives you a shot list or somebody says oh I really like this style or I really like this shot and it puts it in your head and you can't get it out you can't get it so out you spend no. all day no. just going well they've, they've they mentioned yeah. they want the, I need do. to make sure, I need to make sure the, I get it the best weddings are the ones where you just turn up and, and the bride or groom will just say look we've hired you because of your portfolio just yeah. do your thing yeah. yeah the couples yeah. that actually say that line to me just do your thing yeah get Get above and beyond yeah. what the, what they be expect. Their expectations, not blow me own trumpet, but will be blown away because you'll you'll be getting even more because you're relaxed. Yeah, and you get to excel. You get to literally do your thing without any preconceptions or and you yeah. do or barriers you work better that way because you mm. know yeah you haven't got this preconceived and you, and you, idea. You know, you will go above and beyond, like you said, but on the wedding day, if something's delayed or there's a problem or, you know, you need to stay half an hour later because the first dance is delayed or whatever, you, you wouldn't have a problem no, doing no, it. No, 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 exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. It's absolutely fine, no worries. Yeah. I want to do the best job for you because you've given me the freedom to be able to do that. Yeah, totally, yeah. We, we, we mentioned it very briefly about Pinterest and um, Instagram, those kind of, I mean, it is, it is more and more prevalent as, as the years go by that it's just, you know, this monster that's just taken over yeah. social media. But... um how do you 
deal with social media? Is it is it affecting the kind of bookings you're getting? Are you finding that brides and grooms are mentioning it more or yeah. they're referencing it I get, more? Um, I don't really use Facebook much anymore, but um, Instagram, I do get... Well, last year, I probably had about five or six bookings off the back of Instagram, okay. like friends yeah. that I've photographed people's weddings and then they've tagged me in it and then their yep. friends have seen it. And okay. if they're of the same age or they're getting engaged or getting married, yeah. they'll they'll just go down the easy route of thinking, well, we like their photos. Yeah. Which is the see. best It's the best kind of booking, isn't it, when yeah. you get a recommendation? And it's the most, it's most flattering fit. as well because yeah. they've seen something that they've liked instantly yeah. and then they've just gone to your website as a bit of backup that, that you can do it at more than just one yeah, wedding it's not the only one you did it's, it's not just their friend's wedding that you did a good job <laughs> on yeah you can do it week in week out yeah but as a whole social media is a is a bit funny where i find myself following a hell of a lot of wedding photographers and then you just can't help look at all their stuff yeah and it can bog you down sometimes especially in down season when you've got too much time to be spending on social media yeah indeed. so sometimes you Potentially, do need, yeah yeah you do not you do need a break from it as well i mean yeah. i don't do instagram stories like some people do on the wedding day when they're doing like loads and loads of instagram stories yeah. of so my, my, who's got time for that if you've got time to do Instagram surely if you've got time to do Insta, yeah. Instagram stories on yeah. a wedding day each to their own and enough, if that right? works for people yeah. that's obviously their branding <laughs> but um, I, I couldn't film a first dance I couldn't let a bride and groom see that I'm filming their first dance yeah. on my iPhone yeah. with my iPhone in one hand and maybe a pint in the other I'm there taking photos yeah. and I'm looking for that next moment and the next amazing yeah. shot it, hey if it works for some people and it gets them lots of bookings and they're happy doing that yeah but it's very much a yeah, double edged sword isn't it? because it's a really useful tool a really useful marketing tool and as you said like you get five or six bookings from last year and we've had like a good few people saying, you know, we always have a little bit on our inquiry form saying, where did you find us? Yeah. So and do quite I, yeah. more and more people were saying are coming through Instagram, which is is great, but yeah, it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? Because you do end up comparing yourself and, you know, if you follow enough people, you're kind of like, oh, well, there looks like they're at amazing weddings yeah. and they're doing this and they're or the, out or every the weekend. Or the bride and mm. groom start following you and then you look at it and they say, oh, they're following these other photographers. Does that mean they also inquired with them? Who cares? It, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter if they yeah. did inquire, they yeah. booked you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But they, they yeah. might actually be friends with those photographers and that photographer recommended you or they're going to be a guest at that wedding. You, sometimes you can overthink things and it just gets to a point where... As a creative person, the more you overthink, the more mistakes you're going to make. Yeah. And I've made a career out of making mistakes in the past to make sure that I don't anymore. Yeah. I mean, as yeah. a press photographer, that job was just learning from mistake after mistake. You can't... There's, there's no course at college or university that could teach you to be a press photographer right. and to understand the things you go through yeah and, i can imagine and like what gets thrown at you on a daily yeah, basis I can imagine being really quite a cutthroat yeah i couldn't even imagine doing a wedding photography course at a, a university how how, no. how no. would that come about and there's literally no way to 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 teach that stuff without just being there and there's not it. and even when i do my workshops i feel like i have to slow down with the talking because some people come on my workshop and they think at the end of the day because it's just one day yeah. they're going to go away and they, they can be a professional wedding photographer yeah and you, you're going to learn a lot, but you're not going to be all the way there. You're not going to be accomplished until you shot a few, few no. weddings. Yeah. Did you have um, a second shoot for anyone? Um, no, I didn't. I, I, I never second shot 
for anyone until I helped a mate out a couple of years ago no when when his second photographer let him down. Right. I wish I had. I wish yeah. that had been a thing yeah. years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. Kind of that, that leads us really nicely into a question that we've got is um, we, uh, what kind of advice would you give to somebody? I mean, this is probably covered in your workshop. And if people, FYI, if you want to get a full and inclusive got- answer to this question you should probably book on to Ed Goddard have you still got any space left yeah there's still four four tickets available Ed's workshop is on Sunday the 20th of October and you say you've got four slots left yeah yeah there's still four slots people should book on to that but yeah um, to answer this briefly is like what what advice would you give to someone that's considering just starting out in wedding shoot, photography. shoot, shoot. It's just getting out there and taking as many photos as you can, whether it's trying to assist. I get emails all the time from people wanting to second shoot for me. Yeah. And um, some are really, really nice and some are just so blunt and to the point and you can tell they've just copy and pasted it to all the photographers yeah. mm, online. And good. then they find out that you're not based in London. They're like, oh, how? I'm not, I'm not traveling up the motorway to, to learn. Yeah. And then you just think, well, you're not going to get very far in this no. career then. So I would just say, go on workshops. When I did the two last year, um, the feedback that I got from the people that came on them was they really loved the, when I did the pre-wedding shoot part of the day. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the, like, the live shoot. Yeah, they just couldn't believe how much I talk to a couple yeah. when we're doing the shoot rather than just holding the camera up to my face I don't I let yeah. the couple see my face and yeah. get to hopefully like me before yeah. I start taking photos yeah. Yeah, so they feel comfortable yeah rather than just is. ramming a camera and that in goes face. back to the whole like you needing to be a people person isn't it which yeah. maybe a lot of people don't sort of yeah. understand and, before you go into and it that's what I think a lot of the people that came last year that came on the workshop would just could see that there's more than it's not just about photography like yeah. you I couldn't agree more when you said that about being a photographer is about the 10% taking photos mm. and the rest of it is just admin, people person, yeah. Yeah. emails, inquiries. And spreadsheets. Yeah. Spreadsheets and, and the spreadsheets. amount of inquiries that you get that actually turn into bookings yeah. as well. It's, it's very minimal. Yeah, yeah. it is, absolutely, totally. I think people underestimate and, and it's probably quite an eye-opener when people go on workshops and actually go to live shoots. They underestimate the value of being a people person and because you have to, even if it is just doing a group shot or getting a big group shot together, you have to, be polite and wrangle, yeah. but you wrangle and manage and be an authoritarian, mm. but without being, you know, aggressive. All of any of those things. Yeah. And you yeah. see how easy it is. All of those it's things not, instantly. It, it's not, people might come on the work. I know that some people have come on the workshop and they're really nervous beforehand. And I'm just like, I'm not going to be talking about F numbers and shutter speed and ISO <laughs> and all that. It's, that'll be covered slightly and about, kit but i'm not going to be all pixel peep and you must use this you've got to do it this way you've got to do it your way be Mm. honest yeah but then when we go out to do the shoot i just want people to see how much i chat to people to get them to trust you yeah if if you just turned up at any job as as a photographer and within seconds you shove the camera in the person's face that's the worst um that's the starting point is just downhill from there. Yeah, Whereas I don't even, at bridal prep, I don't even turn up with the, the cameras on show sometimes. Yeah. I'll have to hold fast yeah. on my hand, just dangling yeah. down. And I'll come just in and I'll hi. just, hi, uh, did, you, did you have a good night's sleep and all that? And yeah. why is everyone looking at me like an alien? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just a <laughs> normal guy. Just a normal guy. Yeah. Put your clothes back on. <laughs> And, and you just have to break the ice. I've you, seen it all yeah. before. You just have to make a bit of a, a dick of yourself sometimes. Yeah, just to, I wholeheartedly to, agree with just, that. Just to get people to be like, oh, he's all right. And yeah. he, he's not like that photographer we had that we didn't speak all day. Or, the best advice is just shoot as much as you can. Okay, that's good. And yeah. being a press photographer, some days I was doing 10 to 14 jobs a day. Wow. Just, like 
The, the thing I learned most about being a, a press photographer was apologising because I was always late. <laughs> you were just given <laughs> unexpected um, assignments. To, yeah. Every day you'd always turn up late and it wasn't your fault. It's because you Unrealistic were given to, yeah, timescales. Unrealistic targets and um, yeah. the budgets were tight and you, you're just doing a job of three people. Yeah. And I can't believe I did it for as long as I did. I yeah. must have enjoyed something yeah. about it. But it was just because at the time there wasn't anything else. I wanted to do. Yeah, that could kind of yeah meet at least some of yeah. the, the, the the need you wanted from exactly. that photography. Yeah. And the same could be said about the year that I did fifty plus weddings. I did get close to burnout, and it did get to the point where I I never didn't enjoy yeah. any of the weddings. Mm. But there were some weddings where, where I was just they were so so full on that you kind of you just kind of go into freefall, don't you? And then before you know it, yeah, the next day comes and you're shooting another wedding and, and you've totally forgotten about the one the day yeah. before until yeah. it comes to editing. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> Can't I mean, remember once, the I've, names. once I've edited something, I never forget them. I think I can always remember the names and always remember the scenario. But sometimes if you are doing like a double or a triple, sometimes, yeah. like literally the day after you're like, because you, 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 you can't remember you can't where you were. that amount no, of information in your brain. You have to lose yeah. that information to then start preparing. one wedding in Harrogate one. and then the next wedding was down in um, Plymouth. And I think I got down to Plymouth about 3 a.m. Um, had like three four hours sleep and then I was just on it for next wedding did did a really good job I thought and uh, well they loved the pictures they said they did anyway yeah. but but <laughs> somebody at, somebody at the Plymouth wedding asked me oh well where were you yesterday then I understand you're doing a wedding I was like uh, I just <laughs> I can't remember. Complete lemon. I couldn't yeah. remember. And then they were just like, "You can't remember where you were yesterday. Were you like abroad or something?" And I said, "I'm not." Uh, it was north I don't think somewhere. So. Yeah, we've often said that. We're just like, "What were they? What were they? I can't even remember what, what they looked like." Maybe no. say goodbye because I've had to like <laughs> lose that information, that short-term memory, yeah. just You've, to make room to be able to prepare. Yeah. And it's not that you one. don't care. No, it's just it's that you care not. too much because yeah. you care so much that you've kind of about the stuff you're doing in the moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you've moved on to the next one, yeah. and you're starting from scratch. And you know. You're giving your all yeah. to that couple. Yeah. And you know you've done a good job, so that's it. Bank that, put it in a box, yeah. come back to back it, it in a few and weeks. I, I think that's where, when people, when as a photographer, you know that you've got to a certain standard when you've got that confidence in yourself. Yeah. I, I suffered, when I was a press photographer, huge from anxiety issues. Like, horrendous. There were some jobs that I would go in, and there were like 200 people and I had to arrange them. And I'd just be trembling because I'd just have to be shouting at them. Yeah. And at the time I was like 19 years old oh, and nobody had trained well, me up to do this. Yeah. So they didn't train you You're to winging kind it, of yeah. manage people. Yeah, to, to do it. But then the older you get, the more confidence you yeah. get. That's yeah. when you turn up to a wedding and I'd hate to turn up to a wedding and not have a few nerves. Yeah. That, that would just be odd if I just turned up and yeah, I was just like really blasé about it. <laughs> I'd that's crossing the line, isn't it, then, of like being a bit... Yeah, yeah. A bit arrogant. Yeah. Yeah. And I think yeah. you'd know you, you've probably, you, it's probably time to move on or you've yeah. stopped enjoying it. If yeah. Because it's because you care, which is why yeah. you've got nerves, because you want to do a good job. Oh, totally. The morning that, the morning that I wake up and I don't want to shoot somebody's yeah. wedding is yeah, yeah. when I'll just throw the yeah. towel in. Mm. Which, I mean, kind of leads us on really nicely. I mean, what would you, what would you say is the thing that kind of keeps you motivated after all this time i mean you've been shooting weddings now for what to full-time uh seven eight years seven eight yeah. years yeah i mean what keeps you still doing it like year after year um that's a good question i would say over the last two years the amount of time off having this job mm. i've been able to afford to have so much time off right. to spend yeah. with my family has just made me realize how hard i've worked yeah. over the last 20 years yeah i'm not saying that it everyone is going to take you 20 years to be able to have half the year off yeah like taking the whole of july off last year was was bliss yeah what did you do you went to malibu 
Malibu, um, uh, Laguna Beach, was it? That was, um, well, actually, I took two months off last oh. year. <laughs> um, had the whole of July off just because I'd never had a summer month off. Yeah, for, yeah. for however since long you've been shooting. Like seven, yeah, yeah since, I was seven, since I was at wow. school. So I took the whole of July off, just didn't take on any bookings. Mm. And it was lovely just spending it at home. Mm. And then, yeah, in November, we went... It was our fifth wedding anniversary, so we went back to Laguna in California, and we we'll took Jesse with us, and we spent three weeks, and um, we just just bummed around yeah, around that area. We didn't do a road trip this time. I think we I saw just some of relaxed. the photos on yeah, Instagram. They were lovely. Yeah, they looked incredible. Yeah, yeah, they were oh, lovely. yeah it, was, it was awesome, and I I do have a lot of time off, but um, I've also done a, had a lot of years where I've just worked at yeah. F, every hour. When I was a press photographer, there was one year where I did six months without having a day off and then oh I crashed my, my car God. I rolled my car and it was a big on the way to work I just fell asleep and it was a huge right. wake up call yeah. to, to slow down I didn't have a day off for six oh months just because I wasn't I, I was working so hard but at the same time I was just thinking there's so many other people that want my job yeah so you didn't feel like you could stop. You can't I didn't, stop. No, I didn't. I didn't. And plus, I was young. I was only nineteen, yeah. twenty at the time. Yeah. So you just, you something just takes over. And yeah. when you're obsessed with your job, yeah. So yeah. So I guess yeah, so having that of, flexible sort of lifestyle and the time off is a really big motivation because, um, and I guess maybe it allows you to give more time to the couples and the clients that you've got and you oh, give they, them a yeah. better because you're not fatigued all the time and no, like, you're excited I'd, about doing the wedding I tell I tell most of my couples or if they ask at the time of the inquiry on the Skype or FaceTime that, that they just say so how many weddings do you do each year and I say oh, I limit it to between 25 and 35 yeah and some of them look shocked and I don't know whether that's shocked as in oh he doesn't do many mm. why is yeah. that or, 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 or some yeah or, or it's a lot yeah, yeah. or that's a lot but because it I, is a lot for some people yeah but because I always say oh I just do if if somebody I know some people that do 80 to 100 weddings a year and, what yeah and, and but but they're happy and it's yeah. it suits the way they work they, to a weekend they pretty farm much every out, weekend yeah and they farm out all their editing okay but but they're happy and mm. they're probably they're probably living a much more luxurious life than me. But <laughs> but at the but same, it doesn't matter, does it? It's all relative. No, if, I, if I you're keep, happy with the exactly. Lifestyle I, that keep, you do. I keep yeah. it just under the VAT threshold. I'm a limited company, yeah. yeah. And I don't I I don't want to employ people. I don't want to become more than that. And I don't yeah. want eighty to hundred eighty to hundred weddings a year. Just sounds horrendous. Yeah, to it me. sounds horrendous. The year that I did fifty odd, that was too much. It, yeah, looking back on it now, it was it was manageable because at the time I didn't have the response. I didn't have two kids then, and mm. and didn't have the commitments. It's crazy. I've never shot that many. No, I think the most I've ever shot is forty in a year. Yeah, forty. Yeah, yeah. and that was, that was too, too many. Mm. Last year I did thirty-five, and that was such a nice number. Yeah, yeah. So I we, quite like thirty-five tops. We've got a twenty-five to survive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anything over twenty-five, and we're good. Yeah. yeah. And, and anything after that, we we average about thirty a year, yeah. which is comfortable for us. Yeah. Um, and sometimes some of those bookings are we'll shoot a film as well as um, photography as well. Exactly. Yeah. So it's a bon- yeah. Exactly. It's like it. That, that's that's nice. brilliant when and that that's, happens. Uh, yeah. That that thirty bookings is split between photography and film, and I mean it's mm. probably eight. Which does help as well because it's different diff- disciplines. Yeah. yeah. So it keeps it interesting. Yeah. We're not doing literally this, yeah, like yeah. the same like the last stuff thing every. Is, you week. just don't want to get bored of what you do. Exactly. Yeah. No. Why, why work for yourself and be bored? and yeah. happy it doesn't make any sense no but sense yeah because you end up doing do. I mean working for yourself inevitably you always do more work than you ever would if you were yeah. working a nine to five you know doing those emails or doing those skypes at like seven eight o'clock oh at night yeah the when, skypes are you know, always everybody else has like finished work eight o'clock nine yeah. p.m and pe- if people 
like saw that I was changing my website sometimes at like 1am. Yeah. People probably wouldn't believe that, but I do. It's, you just make changes when sure. when you've got the time. Absolutely. And but that's that's the kind of joy of working for yourself is you can put the hours in when they need you. You can yeah. do one o'clock mm. in the mornings if you need to get the work done. But then you can then choose to take July off if you so choose. Yeah. Because exactly. You, you know you're the kind of keeper of your own destiny, and yeah. that's why people work for themselves. Exactly. Yeah. And so they can and, do that. And, some, and when I went back for the weddings in August, I was just so fresh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's the same as like it's a really good idea. It's like it taking really a, take, take a summer holiday. Yeah, you're not going to do it every year because that no. would just be business suicide. But yeah. well, I don't know. You might do because you might pick it up yeah. elsewhere in the year. I know yeah. personally, I wouldn't because I turned down so many weddings that month. And the same yeah. as around the birth of Jonah um, last month, I turned so many weddings down because I wanted to be around for that. I'd have never forgiven myself if I'd been working and missed that. Of course, but, of course, yeah. But I would love to do that. When I, when we took November off last year, it was brilliant as well. And I was still getting inquiries while we were on holiday <laughs> and replying to them later in, later in the evening yeah. Yeah. when we were just sat around watching yeah. TV. Yeah. Yeah. It never really stops, does it? <clears throat> We've only got a couple more questions, um, if that's okay. And these are going to be questions. This You're our first guest and thank you so much. It's been so no worries, insightful. Yeah. It's been really yeah, it's been interesting. Um, but we're going we're gonna, to, every time we uh, we get someone on, we're going to ask them the same three questions. So if you, uh, if you don't mind, um, we're going to ask you, what would be a life hack if you could give advice on a life hack? What would be a wedding hack if you could give advice on a wedding hack? It can be anything, of course. Um, and uh, if you could give advice to your younger self, what would that be? A, li- a life hack would, would, would probably be just because I'm a lot healthier and a lot fitter now than I was 20 years ago. Yeah. In my 20s, I did not look after myself. I didn't do any keep fit until I was about 28, 29. I used to be quite overweight. Now... Besides sitting next to a pool with a beer, replying to inquiries on holiday, I, I still enjoy a life like that. But at the same time, I do, I do a lot of running. I run between 30 and 40 miles a week yeah. just cool. to keep myself um, fresh at weddings. Weddings are such long days and I've run a few marathons and shooting a 12 to 14 hour wedding is no different to running a four hour wow. marathon in my, in my mind. Really? Just, sometimes you don't even sit down until everyone sits down for their meal. No. Yeah. And as soon as your legs hit that sofa at the venue, you're just like, I can't get up. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> half the time you've only had like a glass of water all day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm always, I've always got, I'd never drink at a wedding. Then the day after a wedding, I've got a stinking hangover yeah. from just being dehydrated. dehydrated. I always get burnt. And it doesn't matter how much suntan oil I put on on a summer wedding, I always yeah. get burnt somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and so probably just, just keep fit and healthy. Keep and healthy. It, it's a good yeah, one. You don't have to go insane about it. No, but, but it it's will, quite a physical job, isn't it? You know. Yeah, and it'll benefit your work as well yeah. and it'll make you sleep better and yeah. work harder. Helps the mental yeah. health. Or be able to con- kind of sustain the workload. Yeah, totally, yeah. So... Mainly, mainly just that I do look yes, after good. myself a hell of a lot yeah I, I feel so much healthier now yeah. to say 20 yeah. years ago when I was 20 well I mean ridiculous. even for us I mean uh, a bit closer we like five six years ago we 
we're shooting weddings and we found ourselves because we were so busy, you know, and you're constantly on the road, you're constantly at motorway service stations and you oh, know, yeah, yeah. the golden M's keep calling. <laughs> yeah. So we, we got Wedding ourselves in a, in, a, in a right bad way and we yeah. got really unhealthy. And cakes at weddings we, as well. Yeah. If you've not had anything much on the wedding day yeah. and the cake's just saying, yeah. oh, help yourself because yeah. you know, I will. Did you want that tear? Yeah. <laughs> um, Get those then, people off the top. Yeah. What's all this crap? this decoration <laughs> we shifted and you know we we started getting healthy um about three or four years ago and and it's made such a difference yeah our it has. seasons like now like a really good tip for me is if you go out on a run on sunday morning after shooting a wedding yeah. i mean it's the last thing you want to do oh yeah when the you first wake up mile. in the morning when you put your feet down after getting out of bed and oh, it's it, yeah. ache. but i tell you what if you go out for a run just just do 5k 6k or whatever and just flush all of that stuff out your system yeah, yeah. Time, and up here and everything oh, yeah. because I can't get to sleep after yeah. even if I've driven three three hours from London home after a wedding I mean I'll stay down in the hotel the night before but if I do a London wedding I might drive home afterwards yeah my head's just whirring with everything yeah. I've probably been too close to the sound system so my ears are ringing and stuff yeah. yeah and then I'll get home and I'll have to back up yeah just because I'm paranoid about yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, we're the same, that. yeah. And then you back up again in the morning. Yeah, and, and if you've got kids as well, it's not like you get a line yeah, or anything. No, exactly. You might be up before you've had the yeah, chance to do. go down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah but, but yeah. The last thing you feel like doing, yeah, you just exercise just makes yeah. you feel great. So what about a wedding hack? A wedding hack? Um, probably going back to the whole the hold fast yeah. strap. Mm. I, I used to look at them... <laughs> look at those cowboys look at those hipsters yeah, yeah. look at that bondage hipster cowboy <laughs> who the hell does he think he is and I'll put it oh that's comfy and, and, and then you just be, and then I'd put oh, the D7 my D7's, back doesn't hurt anymore yeah the back the back has to, I've, I've not had a bad back at all since I've had that and that's three yeah. or four years yeah same and if I'd known if they'd been around for years and years as a press photographer when you're carrying massive telephoto mm. lenses they probably wouldn't have been that beneficial on that swinging the, around the, on the yeah back. The, oh, the, yeah. dragging on the f- but the 70 to 200 i mean i don't oh, use yeah. that but i know some photographers do that, that that's a heavy it's lens a weighty lens isn't yeah. it yeah we've got it i mean we rarely, don't really use it either, but yeah. I, I yeah. use it for um for filming on ceremonies and do stuff you, like yeah. that. you work but, on I mean, a monopod yeah, you? yeah. yeah. tripod so it's, it's a bit easier but i've, I've had it on a whole fuss before and it, yeah and it you just does drag you down yeah but but with two two like d750s i used to have on there with with the I'll be honest, the X-T3s on my Holdfast mm. look, they don't look silly, but because I've got the skinny version, I haven't got the uh, yeah. the, the wide original Holdfast. I'm yeah. glad I got the skinny version yeah. because I hold, the Fujis don't look as ridiculous on there. Because they're quite small, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. They're really tiny, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Why have you got Holdfast for your GoPros? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, we should do that. We should get that Holdfast, get two, two yeah. iPhones. <laughs> two, two iPhones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Have you got a charger? <laughs> so lastly, just to finish up... Um, is there any advice that you give to your younger self? Yeah, considering I shot my first wedding when I was 19, yeah. but um, didn't do like I am now. I, I didn't shoot another one for two years after that, not because I was so scarred from the first one, <laughs> just because <laughs> nobody asked me to. But I didn't, I, I think I shot a couple of cousins' weddings and right. I couple, shot a few friends' weddings. I would probably, I'd love to be in this business in my early 20s with the amount of energy that... You, well, I didn't have that energy in the 20s, but that was my own fault. But the, being so passionate about photography 
in your 20s. I don't know. I, I just feel that it gets to a point now. I question myself sometimes at weddings. What age can I keep doing this till? Yeah. Because I certainly I don't, I don't well. feel 41 at all, especially so. when I'm shooting a wedding. I feel about 31. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's just one of those things where you do continually look at the other photographers that are out there, especially that come on my workshop. Yeah. Some people that have come on my workshop are 10, 15 years older than me. Right. right. And they're wanting to get into weddings, which, oh, okay. which I think is brilliant. Yeah. yeah. And Absolutely. Because if there's, there's enough people getting married out there but I, mm. if, if I could just like go back in time if that's what you're saying I, yeah. I, yeah. I would have I wish I had had the confidence I have now 15 20 yeah. years ago and I just stuck at it stuck at giving something a go out of my comfort zone yeah, yeah. I think because press photography was so deep into my comfort zone you just continued I, doing it yeah I didn't I didn't get lazy I mean I got better at it I won awards with my press photography but um, I never worked for a national newspaper. I never worked for agencies. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of got complacent, to be honest, and mm. and I could have I could have pushed it a lot yeah. further. We also put a couple of questions out on Instagram. Um, we got. I'll take the two best ones. We have one from um, Amy Bennett Photography. Hi, Amy. We've we said hi to Amy before. We have indeed. I'm waving. Hi, Amy. Hello, Amy. Hello. She says, Ed, if you had to shoot a whole wedding day with only one lens, what would it be? Oh. Easy, thirty-five mil. Right. Yes. Definitely, yeah. Not just from looking at my Lightroom metadata to see <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's my most used lens. Yeah. It's just my go-to lens. Most versatile. Love it. Yeah, most versatile. If if I was to open the boot of the car and see that I only brought one lens and one camera, I'd be over the moon if it was a thirty-five mil. Yeah, yeah. amazing. Yeah, if, is, if, is that what you? Product? I mean, because you shoot. Like hold fast one camera on each side yeah generally the 35 mil yep. on one camera and yep. the 85 mil equivalent so cool. on the fuji um crop sensor cameras it's the 23 mil and the 56 1.2 the 23 mil is 1.4 and it converts to yeah yeah 35, 35. and 85 that's, uh-huh. that's the equivalent so you've got your close up and your wide essentially. yeah but with the 35 mil it's just such nice for environmental portraits yeah and occasionally i use the 16 mil which is a 24 mil equivalent oh, okay. and in oh, the in the okay, evening yeah. in the evening i very rarely use a 35 mil but if it was the only lens i had i could yeah. i could easily get through the yeah, yeah. the whole the day dancing with that. and everything yeah. Like yeah, that. Totally. yeah i think Brilliant. i think i think i'd have exactly the same yeah i there. agree yeah mm-hmm. i think the I, I, think, I think i actually have shot a london wedding before that was like a me going in the cab with them to um i can't remember if it was hackney or islington town hall and then they had like a, a, pub, a really chilled out there pubbed a pub reception i think i shot all that on the 35 mil oh, and i think i had the 85 mil on the other shoulder and i yeah. probably took about 12 shots with that <laughs> so that's just like a heavy burden for yeah. like put it in your computer and you're like has something gone wrong <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Well, why are they all on one card <laughs> okay so the next question we've got is from lee gar.land which i you know Lee? Which is Lee. Lee. I know Lee. Lee from um, Nottingham, yeah, good okay. friend, yeah. Hi, Lee. Lee Garland. Lee Garland. Also a wedding photographer. Ah, ah cool. okay, cool. Hi, Lee. Thanks for your question, Lee. He says, would Ed rather A, a stroppy vicar, or B, speeches between courses? Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Neither. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A stroppy vicar, well, that goes as pretty much standard lately. Oh, well, yeah. Um, Oh, that is that's oh, a really good it? question, Lee. Because both neither. of these things are, are negative, are awful. Really when, terrible when, when, they, when you turn up and you either get a stroppy vicar or you get, oh, we're having, oh, oh, we've come up with this really good idea and we're going to have uh, each speech between courses. You're like, yeah, oh, well, there goes my break. And yeah, and if if you are getting fed by us, it'll probably come out when the speech starts. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I'd probably go for the stroppy vicar just because that's the thing that I would expect. Okay, and yeah. I, I know that sounds absolutely terrible, but I, I can. I've just over the last couple of years, I've just mm. had to. I've just come across Enjoy. so many. Yeah, come across so many stroppy vicars, and it's it's never because of anything I've done. It's because. Yeah something a previous photographer has done which kind of ruins yeah. it for the rest of us which yeah. is a shame because i'm always i always like to think that i'm as nice as yeah can so, be yeah. and yeah exactly. i love it when you come across a, a vicar that's really friendly yeah go anywhere yeah. this is this is their day yeah do whatever you want they've hired you to do your job i'm just gonna do and then when somebody says that to them you you actually do take a step back yeah. and you're not in their face anyway. Not that you were going to be. You want to be even yeah. nicer. Yeah, so yeah, by exactly. respecting them, them because out. they've given you enough. You, yeah. you, they've given you the respect. So you want to give it them back. And Yeah, not, so I'd, pro I'd probably go for the stroppy vicar rather yeah. than... Good choice. The, the between speeches thing as well, You've as a photographer or videographer, when when the, the meal's going on, you're generally not very close to where everyone else is when they're eating yeah. so I'm constantly listening for like yeah. the clink 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 you can't stop can you no you you're can't like, you're no. constantly on well you guys waiting. you have to mic people up it's, yeah. it's even it's worse for you guys well that's it if you promise to deliver the whole speech you have to like be there from the beginning yeah. of the speech so don't you just constantly so. almost like hanging out at the door waiting for the course to finish yeah, yeah. you know constantly popping in every oh, yeah. 30 seconds and it's difficult like, when you don't get, a, on, yeah, get an actual break on a wedding day because it is such a long intense day you do need like a little bit of sit down time a little bit yeah, and I mean, you're constantly time, interrupted yeah. yeah I mean even when we take a break I mean if, we, if we're shooting a video I'm backing up I'm backing up all the cards because oh, yeah. it's Me single too. card Laptop slot out. yeah you know and then I'm, I'm prepping everything for speeches anyway because I'm getting the tripod might be charging out. up your batteries yeah. if, exactly, if, if yeah. you're videographers as well yeah, yeah. absolutely so and you're not you really taking a break but at least it gives you like a little bit of a moment just Downtime. to reset and go yeah. okay where are we at have we got everything we need we've got all the shots you know up to this point yeah all we've got to wait for is sunset and first dance yeah. and away yeah. we go so would that have been your answer or as stroppy vicar or yeah I think, yeah i think, I, think so, yeah. I would have chosen to have the stroppy vicar yeah because like you said it's sometimes it's, it's yeah. we used more to, often than not happens anyway yeah. and you do have different options within ceremonies to shoot at the front or the back and what you know that kind of thing just on um, on that just going back to the vicar thing have you I'm assuming you, you must have had stroppy vicars and you've had people coming up giving you restrictions and what not to do and what to do yeah. what's your kind of stance on dealing with that do you just say yep whatever you want I'll do whatever you say or do you try and kick back and try and get the, the best you um, know try and fight your corner kind of thing yeah I'm very honest because at the end of the day people are paying a lot of money to get a pro they've got expectations that everyone thinks that they're getting the images that they've seen on the on your website yeah if you don't give them that you, you're kind of failing in a way you're, you're mm. not giving them the service that they've paid for so I'm very honest with people always polite mm. I can't remember the last time I lost my rag on a wedding maybe with that guy <laughs> that kicked me in the back yeah um on the dance floor but yeah I'll be honest with people and I'll just let, let people if 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 I think things are just being taken out of control, yeah. out, out of my control, not that I have much control sure. of the day anyway, because I let things happen naturally. But if things are going down a route where I'm not happy, I'll say something. Great. Bonkers job, isn't it? It is bonkers. <laughs> yeah, it is <laughs> but bonkers. <laughs> oh, that's it's been brilliant. True. Thank you so much Aww. for coming on. Yeah, it's thanks, been Ed. Really, really nice to chat to you. Just before we finish, 
Um, for anybody that's listening out there, uh, what's the best place to find you? Um, what's your website handle and how can people find you on social media? Uh, my website is just my name. So it's www.edgodden.co.uk. Yep. And my Instagram handle, again, is just my name, Ed Godden, cool. E-D-G-O-D-D-E-N. So, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Thank you again so much. Um, um, people, please go and check out Ed's work um, on his website. Go and sign up to his workshop. He's got four places left. And it's on October 20th, right? 2019. That's right. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and thank you again for coming in. It's, um, I hope your wedding goes well tomorrow. Cheers. Thanks. It's been brilliant. And um, we'll catch um, everyone in the next one. Indeed. Can't wait till the next time. Yeah. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. bye. bye.